0: What's cracking, lovely people? It's the Big Feed Up HQ podcast. Welcome back. I'm your host. My name's Matt. I'm a nutritionist by trade, but this show definitely isn't all about nutrition. It's a little bit of a hobby. I work in nutrition in corporate wellness as a day job, but I love to have conversations with people around resilience, around business, uh, around just functioning during a busy lifestyle, that kind of thing. And today I'm in Reach Outs HQ in the headquarters and it's nice to actually have a conversation in person. I've recorded a couple of podcasts earlier and it was all via Skype. So before I introduce my two guests, I'll let you know a little bit about Reach Out. So Reach Out is a mentoring charity working with children in disadvantaged communities to raise aspirations and help them grow in character and competence. I've got Pete here, who's the CEO, and he's telling me he's been here from the start, but we'll definitely hear his story. And I've got Amy, who's a senior fundraiser with the company. So all of the spiel and intro out of the way, let's um, yeah, let's dive into a good conversation. How are you doing, guys? Very good. Thanks for having us.
1: Yeah, good to have you here.
0: Cool. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I think I'll just open it up and um, just maybe ask both of you and wh- whoever would like to start kind of... Uh, you know, what you do and uh, how you came to do it, you know, with with the charity and and then I can start dovetailing into kind of more specific conversations around, you know, what's happening at the moment. Sure. Yes, Amy could go first.
1: Yeah, cool. Um so I've been at Reach Out about a year now, just over a year. Um and prior to that I did something completely different. So straight out of uni I was a broker um and then i had one of these classic sort of quarter life crisis epiphany moments of like oh my gosh i don't want to do this forever (laughs) Mm. um and through my job as a broker we'd done something with a char a small charity that helped young people sort of get exposure to the city um and it's kind of at that point that i sort of decided that that was more me really and so fast forward and i've now been at reach out about a year wow it's
2: gone fast yeah Mm. not kind of similar in some ways. I was a math student at University of Manchester uh, back in the early 2000s. And I was thinking about a career in uh, investment banking as you do if you're a math student. And I volunteered for reach out very briefly whilst at university and then on graduation, whilst I was applying to grad jobs, they contacted me and asked me if I would like to do two weeks of football coaching at a summer school they were running, a pilot in London. Mm. And I thought, sure, why not? And I went and did the two weeks of football coaching I got involved in the maths tuition. It was they were doing maths and English classes and then sports. So I got involved in the maths tuition. I really enjoyed that. And I got involved a little bit in the leadership of the, the little project because it, it was it was a bit disorganized, to be frank. Um they then offered me another two weeks in Manchester, which I did, and I had some very powerful experiences up in Manchester with some of the young people, uh really got to know them and could saw very much how, how powerful the impact of positive role models could be for them. And reach out then offered me a job setting up the organisation in London, which I felt like I had to I had to do for a year, I thought I'd do it for one year, and I thought I should, it's something that would be really good to do, I thought it would be really fun, and I thought I should give it a go,
1: mm. and
2: see where it led me, um, so that was in 2004, and I've now been here almost 15 years, uh, and I'm currently the Chief Executive. Mm. Mm. Great, okay, and then for people listening, where, where are you guys
0: based, or does it span around London, or, or most of your work, is, is it in a hub here, in, in East London, or what what basically goes on?
1: Yeah, so we are based here in Hackney, but we also have another office in Manchester. Um, and so we currently run mentoring projects which are in six London boroughs, uh, but then also in Manchester, uh, Oldham, which is just outside Manchester. And then very excitingly, as of January, we have expanded to Liverpool.
2: Mm.
1: So yeah, so quite a reach these days.
2: Yeah, and when we think back to 2004, we operate in London, Manchester. Our turnover was around £50,000. And we had three staff. So we now have, I think, 18 permanent staff, about 50 part-time staff, 800 volunteers. Really? And, and our turnover is going to be a million pounds in a few weeks' time.
1: So close.
0: <laughs> so things have changed a lot. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, obviously, you know, you guys can't see this, you're listening to this, but as I come in, it's, it's, it's a nice open plan office. Everyone seems kind of quite quite tight and um and uh, yeah you, you get about you know what 15 16 faces look up as you come <laughs> through the door so that was that was very welcoming um but you know th- those those numbers and and obviously increase in, in 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 the amount of boots on the ground and people doing these things is amazing and, and and your reach and things like that but i suppose if we if we bring things back and talk a little bit about the the mentoring side of things yeah. um and i don't know maybe can you reflect on what you were doing back then, and and what you're doing now, and and how things have how things have changed, and and sure. what you do with young people.
2: So reach out has kind of four key aims for our young people: academic attainment, supporting them to get better grades, building their confidence, um, helping them to feel like they can achieve and take on take things on. We talk about this idea of broadening horizons, helping them to learn more about the opportunities available to them. So that might be in work or you know, society in general. We just try to get. More ideas around them so they, they aren't pigeonholed into certain things and have a narrow field of vision. Mm. And the last one is this idea of building character. Now, building character was always one of the key tenets of Reach Out. Our founder, a guy called Xavier Bosch, and the original trustees were very big on this idea of building character. But sometimes we didn't necessarily articulate it as well as we could have and didn't understand it as well as we could have. And I think the biggest transition for Reach Out has been the way we've kind of gone about understanding that better and built that into our mentoring programs better so that we can help young people to develop good character in, in the most valuable way possible. Mm. So to talk a bit about what we mean by it, and these are literally some of the things that we didn't really talk about properly before. So now we talk about this idea of character as helping young people develop core personal strengths that will serve them well in any environment where they have to make decisions. Mm. So we have four strengths that we try and teach them about. The idea of self-control. So manage your behaviour despite how you feel, the idea of s- staying power, sticking at your tasks right through to the end, the idea of fairness, showing empathy, thinking about others, and almost, not so much an idea, but a practice of what we call good judgment. A pr- Practicing a process of d- good decision-making, thinking about all the options, getting the right information, considering who it affects beyond yourself and then making the, the best choice. So we try and teach our kids, about these four character strengths. We help them to think about them in our mentoring project with their mentor, uh, with their mentors. We help them to practice them on a weekly basis. Mm. So just by being a part of our program, they are demonstrating self-control, they are demonstrating staying power, they are demonstrating good judgment. And we help them to actually build reflection into their lives so they can think about their successes, can understand why they've happened, they can think about where they maybe didn't do quite so well and make plans so that they can do better next time. Uh, And those four things it kind of these four character strengths and, and the kind of four processes of learning about them, choosing to develop them, practicing them and reflecting on them, which we call our character journey. They're the kind of t- two big things that we really weave into our mentoring program to try and get kids, not just a positive role model, but a positive role model that really has a structure to it, uh, a relationship that has a structure to it that the other people can use to actually build good habits that help them to make good choices, which help them to go on to lead good, happy and successful lives.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's that kind of consistent mentorship and like you said people um young people working with you guys on a a weekly basis and then obviously picking up skills but then within that infrastructure having the ability to reflect and then move forward as well
2: yeah and it needs to be a relationship for the kind of young people we work with Mm. without a consistent role model you know without someone that they build a relationship with the information is not taken on Mm. so you need to find someone that can actually build a relationship with the young people to help them take on the key the key ideas uh, and to support them with practicing it again it's like it's great if someone comes on and gives them a talk mm. they're like wow that's amazing but the odds are that that's just lost a few weeks down the line and everyone knows that from their own kind of behavior they watch something on tv they're like oh my god i'm going to do that and then three yeah. weeks down the line they're not doing it and and so on it's kind of how human beings operate so the mentoring program is set up so that we can bring these ideas to the young people and then support them to for a year to build those practices into their own lives and hopefully take it from there on the way mm,
0: mm. so it's kind of it's, it's 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 giving people skills obviously and it's organic in a way but then that accountability of it's not that they're checking in but because there's an infrastructure to be able to yeah. like you said reflect and then there, there'll be some interesting events but actually week in week out you know there's 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 tangible kind of um, yeah, real gains from it rather than just like go and listen to this person who's really successful or yeah. interesting
2: it's driven by the young people yeah they set their targets they set their goals and they measure themselves and they talk about why they, you know, maybe have done really well and why, why that's great and what they're going to do more of and, and vice versa. Mm. And that's important. It's not set by the mentors telling them what to do. Mm. It's set by the young people wanting to do certain things and identifying how they can get towards them. So that's really important.
1: Mm, mm, okay. mm. i think it's like worth noting that the demographic that we work with so like in hackney tower hamlets mm. and like deprived areas of london that like, we're working with young people that are often at risk of exclusion they're like quite hard to reach and the fact that lots of these kids particularly young boys choose to come back to school in the evening to meet with their mentor like that in itself Absolutely. speaks volumes about the fact that they really enjoy having this relationship mm. like, they, yeah. it means a lot to them
0: Hmm. Mm. yeah i was going to ask like when when you do what you do, but it's it's yeah it's kind of after school mostly. Is it weekends okay, weekday evenings. Afternoons
2: in primary school, evenings uh, and okay. okay.
1: Yeah. So our projects are split into um, club, which is primary school. Yeah. Um, and they run in the afternoons. Uh, and so we find that our typical mentor on those is a student. Um, so maybe someone that's like studying education or just yeah. wants to volunteer on the side, and then our academy projects are our secondary school projects mm. um, and they run in the evenings from six to eight um, but the first hour is in the classroom environment and that's the one-to-one um, so every mentor is paired with a mentee that they meet with every week mm. and then the second hour which is kind of our tool to engage the young people and get them to come along is sports or fun activity mm. Mm. Um, and again like Pete said the idea of character is kind of at the heart of everything Reach Out does so if you came to a reach out session and saw it in action like um, yeah. you'll notice even in the sporting hour it's sort of subtly the idea of staying power or self-control or something will be brought into whatever activity it is the young people are doing that week
0: mm-hmm. interesting all right and i suppose that's a good part in the show to maybe dovetail into what's coming up around um an event that you're doing or well, you're pairing with the hackney half aren't you yeah For um, like, how, like, how's that all kind of unfolding and obviously people listening to this if they still want to enter they can and I'll put information in the show notes and all that kind of thing so people can follow what's happening there.
1: Yeah great. So we have the Hackney Half Marathon is like our biggest fundraising event of the year. Um like as Pete said, we have grown a lot over the years but we're still like a relatively small charity so community fundraising and getting people involved, getting sponsored for us is huge. Mm. Um the Hackney Half Marathon we're a charity partner for. Um, which means on the day we have like this great presence the route actually goes past a couple of our schools so we've got um some of the mentees are coming in there running one of the um cheer points Mm. so you'll get handed your jelly beans or something by one of the mentees Mm. um Mm, and we've got 150 places this year we've still got some up for grabs Mm. um all of our runners will get um a message from one of our mentees they'll get free physio I think we've even got a steel band coming along on the day to really? kind of support them.
0: Get some tunes out when everyone's thrashing themselves in yeah, exactly. the streets.
1: But yeah, it's such an amazing day and we're still looking for people to run for us. Mm. Um, so yeah, so if any of your listeners want to get involved, definitely get in touch.
0: Sure, sure. Okay, interesting. And I find, you know, when people are kind of moving and it doesn't necessarily have to be like sport related, like, yeah, great team sports are, are good and they bring people together. But do you guys find in some of the... Um, the movement sides of things even though you're bringing a lot of information and education and in, people just feel a bit more freer it's a nice place to kind of de-stress people can put a lot of young people can put a lot of energy into that um like how, how have you guys kind of developed that that side of of what you do so that's the that's not the academy side that so you've got the, the the clubs obviously younger the academy yeah. secondary school and then the, and then the evening stuff's around the around around the
2: movement and the sport so yeah we yeah. we try and i mean So in the academy, they do an hour of the one-to-one and then they do an hour of sport. And what we have always found is that I think sport, like you said, is a great way of people being in a comfortable environment to learn important things. Mm. And because it's not the focus, it means that for the kids, it's not very lectury. if you see what I mean. Mm. So we will play football. Uh, They will have a football coach who will take them through some, you know, whatever it is. There's some drills, some tactical work. Uh, and then they will weave in very gently. You know these conversations about character at the key points. So that might be just before the match. Yeah, we've done 25 minutes of good, good tactical training. Mm. Now we're going to play a match. Before we pick the teams, uh, we've talked about fairness early on in the classroom. Mm. How are we going to use fairness when we think about how we balance our teams for this match? Give me two ideas. Mm. And it's just to prompt the young people into constantly having these these four character strengths in their minds. Mm. It might be that during the match, there's a you know one of the guys just works incredibly hard and gives absolutely everything. And at the end of it the coach says, guys, great game, great training session. I just wanted to pick out John, showed incredible staying power, stuck at it all the way to the end, even though his team was losing. Mm. Well done to John, Well on to everyone, hit home. Mm. So it's just trying to get this kind of constant, subtle messaging about these positive ideas that we want the kids to kind of hold at heart. Mm-hmm. And I say the kids, we really mean everyone. Yeah. I think we believe that the idea of you know that our four character strengths are totally universal, they apply to everyone. And, and in almost all situations, you know, when you're going in the morning, you get up and you need to go to work. Mm. You know, it, It's the same four characteristics that help you to do that. When you're in work and you have a moral dilemma, it's the same four characteristics that help you to resolve that in the right way. Mm. Um, when you are annoyed with your wife or your husband and you need to resolve that, it's the same four characteristics that help you to do that in the right way, mm. be a great parent. Um, all those things, it's all part of it. Uh, Character is universal and that's why it's so important that we can help the young people to think about it this way and to build these positive habits for life
0: mm-hmm. and then you know i suppose from from like my side of things with with what i do having to translate research into practice with um nutrition science and then giving people key takeaways like i, I liked how you you know you obviously spoke about that the people that are running the sessions um or you know involved in the sessions i want to say running you know with, with the young people you're working with um how how do they become skilled in you know translating that that research into practice per se you know finding those takeaways and giving sure. it to the kids obviously it's it's something that practice make makes them better at that but do you guys bring p- specific people in can anyone get involved or do you need a certain set of skills or do you offer training for for the Absolutely. mentors How's so that
2: work? so all the mentors are volunteers and they have they are all trained in this stuff mm that's part of it but they're also supported very actively by paid staff throughout their journey with Reach Out. So we believe that, you know, we we ask a lot of the volunteers, they give up their time to travel out to these young people's schools and mm. support them on a weekly basis. We think that asking them to do preparation and dealing with the school directly and behaviour management and all that's too much. So what we do is we organise paid staff to run every session mm. and they do all those bits, the kind of organisation, the planning, the behaviour management, working with the school, supporting the mentors and they actually are very very well trained in all the elements of what reach out does including this idea of character including goal setting mm. how we get those ideas to the young people and they will support all our volunteers to do that and we do we actually do that through what we call the leadership program so that's a year-long training scheme where people have to apply if they get accepted they come onto our residential training program and they then run one of our projects for the whole year mm. it's a paid job so they get paid for all of it and at the end, there's a graduation ceremony where they kind of recognize how oh, the cool. far they've gone. Most of them are actually university students, second and third years, mm. some young professionals. Uh, but that's kind of our, our, our vehicle for getting the right level of expertise around the groups that we're delivering in schools around the country. Mm. Mm. We're about to start the same thing for sports staff. So to date, we've kind of worked with other agencies on sports staff. We think we actually want to bring the sports staff in-house. Um mainly so that we can get this idea of character really to the heart of what they're delivering out there. Not just to have fantastic sports sessions, but also to have this idea of character woven into it, because it's not hard work,
1: Mm.
2: and it's a very simple change in how you talk and how you think a little bit, which could have transformative effects for our young people. So we're going to bring that in-house, run a sports leadership programme, and it will again be the same sort of premise, there'll be some sort of residential training. Mm. At the start of the year, you run a project for the year, you bring your group of kids to an end of your tournament, and celebrate their achievements at the end as well. Mm. So yeah,
0: mm. Mm. good. Yeah, and embedding that I think will be really interesting around the sports side of things too. And um, yeah, Amy, with when when you came into the company from obviously your finance background and things, how did that all work? Did did you go through some kind of um, uh, training program or you know is your is your role slightly different to that? Maybe let let the listeners know a little bit about how you kind of came on board and and then started to kind of you know move forward and do things with yeah, with sure. charity.
1: So I guess it's actually, yeah, like Pete said, character is at the heart of everything Reach Out does. And I think it's really, like, important to note that even if you're a member of staff here, hmm. like, it's something that we constantly talk about in the office. Um, I mentored on one of our projects this year, and, like, even I found it was really good to remind myself each week, like, oh, did I use self-control? Like, <laughs> am yeah. I stuck to my training schedule for whatever it is?
0: Yeah, fair.
1: Um, so I think that's been, it's, like, a nice change coming from, I don't know, like, a huge company to one where your personal and professional development is much more, like, at the forefront of what you do. Mm. Um, obviously, like, what we're doing with the young people, we're also, you know, like, we get the support to do that ourselves. Mm. Um, mm. In terms of, like, things that are probably similar to being a broker, I guess, like Pete said, we have obviously grown hugely from a funding perspective. Mm. So, in terms of, like, it's still very much, like, using your networks, um tapping up people that, you know, have an interest in young people or Mm. maybe giving back. Um, and I guess that's what's nice actually. I was saying to um some of the team the other day that working at a small organisation, like you do just get to see almost the best in everyone. Like when we go to our projects you're seeing people who I, don't know, I met a guy the other week he's just had a baby he works in Denmark three days a week but mm. he still mentors every Monday night for us mm. because he has that commitment to that young person and he's going to see it through for the whole year mm. um, because he can see the difference he's making
2: mm. so
1: I guess that's probably the main sort of thing for me Is just actually you get to meet all these individuals who on top of their day jobs and lives are actually giving back to people in their local community
0: mm. so it's that sense of fulfillment and then obviously yeah. a kind of an essential cog and yeah the skills that you're learning and in, in in what you're doing here okay. you know fantastic and obviously that's why i wanted to get you both on the show like um i know it's, it's slightly different of the people that are listening to this from from maybe you know other 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 people or other organizations of that that have had on but i, I knew when you guys were gonna go through what you what, what you do here you know the, the kind of powerful message you can push out but then just the tools for the everyday person to pick up as well around character building and, and around kind of accountability and, and, uh, you know, dis- discipline in different ways. I, I, I like the idea of discipline, but but it doesn't have to be as intense as people think it is. But I think just, uh, yeah, learning and growing and being disciplined in certain aspects and then mentoring or, or, or volunteering and things is, is, is powerful. And I think everyone talks about doing it, but obviously you guys live it and do it uh, yeah, every day and, and, and it's work and, um, yeah it's growing so it clearly shows that it's going well so that's it's good to come on as you're you're you know you're adding the sports side of things you've got the run coming up um so yeah it sounds like it's it's a good
2: place to be which is which is important too isn't it yeah and there's probably a lot of similarities i mean if people are for people that are interested in entrepreneurship and starting their own business Mm. there are huge similarities between that and and driving a, a small charity from really scratched through to, to where we are now. I think the you know, there were times when Reach Out was you know, really struggling for funding uh, and this is where people like Amy are so important to us because people like Amy go and meet people and tell them about what we do in a fantastic way, mm. give an honest representation of the charity and people can buy into that because they you know they believe in the person that's talking to them about it and their passion and then they actually get behind it and when you look at you know, where Reach Out is now, we we're going to raise a million pounds this year I think 400,000 pounds of that's going to come from corporates. Mm. Uh, 10 years ago that didn't exist. That was zero. So we had to grow those things from, from scratch. We had to go and build those relationships, demonstrate Mm. to people that we were worth their money, um, give value back to them and their companies uh, and and really translate what was initially just a bit of goodwill, um, which is always fantastic into Mm. really strong long-term relationships with corporates such as Bank of America, Mm. Cori, UBS, Barclays, and actually be able to build an organisation enough off the back of that. So I think there's just there's probably a lot of parallels that your, your listeners might have with our story. And, and you talked at the start about resilience, mm. and I think that's really interesting. I think Reach Out has been an incredibly resilient organisation mm. throughout. And then you talked about um, discipline and, and the quantity of discipline. And I guess the message we have for our young people, and I guess my message for most people, would be always to, we try and think about this idea of, of balance. Um, I think Aristotle our ideas on character come in, in most ways from Aristotle, and mm. Aristotle talked about character being a, a midpoint between vice and virtue, and the idea of self control. For example, it's great to have, you know, a lot of self control, but you don't have too much because you'll 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 be restrained in everything you do, mm. and at, at the same time, if you have too little, you'll you'll become a victim to your emotions. Mm. And I think finding that that sweet spot in between where you are in control, uh, but at the same, but you know you're in control. Um, for all of our character strengths, is, is a really important one, so that you know people live like a good life, not just a totally regimented, disciplined like life without enjoying any of the f- the fun things in life, and on the flip side, not just giving into their emotions and hedonism and, and giving up on everything and how they feel, because you know we we all know that there's that push uh, that challenge from how your how your body and mind react to, to hard situations. That means mm. you might want to give up. So it's finding that sweet spot and that enables people to go on and have really good, happy lives. Mm. That's, that's important for us.
0: Definitely, I think you know, I couldn't have put that into words any better, but yeah, resilience, that ability to kind of understand that, you know, there's, there's going to be stress in whatever that means, but then buffering it and, and being able to bring things back to, to, you know, homeostasis or whatever you want to call it, that kind of level where you were before something I'm fascinated in. And it's, you know, if, if that's physically or mentally, that i don't quite haven't quite figured it all out yet but yeah the, the kind of allostasis or the allostatic load things that you were talking about there and then resilience it's yeah it's interesting and i do it you know in a day job from the food side but it's nice to kind of come to other places and speak to people about that from from something completely out of my norm so um i think that's that's a perfect place to end so to let people know uh, where they can, they can find out more about you guys and, and how they can stay in touch, I'll put everything in the show notes. But is there anything more you can let people know about how to find you or, or what else is going on or what else might be happening this year?
2: I guess go to our website, reachoutuk.org, find it in the show notes. Everything should be there. You, if you want to sign up as a volunteer, mm. you can sign up as a volunteer there. If you want to run the Hattie half, you can find out how to do that there. Uh, and if you can't find what you're after, you can email us at info at, reach at and I'm sure we'll be able to see you.
0: Mm-hmm. Great. All good, Amy? Happy? Yeah,
1: perfect. Thank you for having us on.
0: I oh, know, Fab. It's like it's Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. And. Um yeah it was, it was more of a of a selfish one for me because i wanted to come into this environment and, and learn and i knew i'd take a lot from it and I, and I hope everyone listening too has as well so as always lovely people um you know i do this as a bit of a hobby i know people keep getting on to me about the quality of the sound i will upgrade the equipment eventually um but yeah it's absolutely mega cheers for listening i should be up over ten thousand listeners by the time this comes out so um yeah i'm really enjoying it and uh, i hope you are too speak to you soon